T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Listen to WGR Sports Radio 550 at home or at the office. Ask your smart speaker to play WGR 550. All right, everybody. Good morning, and welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday, segment two. Going to the Western Hotline. Joining me live is Sale Capaccio. Sale, good morning to you, my friend. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. I uh, I hear you're out doing some pre-Halloween trick-or-treating. Is that right? Yeah, so we're on Hurdle Avenue right now, and Deion Dawkins has his um, his foundation. He does a lot of charitable work. He's out here a lot at Hurdle Avenue doing things. He was there few months ago, but he's here again for, um, I haven't seen Dion, he's going to be here soon, but um, it's all part of what's going on at Hurdle Avenue, there's a lot of businesses and giving out candy, it's packed, man, lots of kids out here, great costumes, so I'm just out here kind of with Max, we're not doing anything uh, professionally, just personally, just hanging out with Max, getting him some candy, and of course taking the dad tax when we're all done with well, I'll be taking some of that myself. I was going to say, I- that's the most important part is the dad <laughs> tax, that's right. Uh, yeah, that, but, but we're having a good time out here, lots of kids here, lots of costumes, Dion will be here for his foundation, so we're going to... Say hi to him when we see him, but either way, we're um, moving up and down and getting some candy here. Yeah, you know, my dad, uh, for the dag tax, used to take all of the Whoppers, uh, which oh, I was yeah. fine with for a while. And then I, as I started to, you know, develop a more nuanced palate, I actually started to really like the Whoppers. Um, so mm. I, I didn't like him taking them as much, but he also took all the Almond Joy, which are now my favorite as well. But I feel like Almond Joy is the standard dad tax candy. Yeah, maybe not for me. It's... um. I'm the, I'm the Hershey's Kit Kat guy. I'm the, like the, the smaller chocolates. The Almond Joys are okay, but not as much for me. Like Snickers is fine, but I like the Kit Kats. I like the Hershey's, those little ones. The, you know, the good Hershey. Bars, like Hershey's that. so boring, though. No, but it's, not, it's, just, it's just, I need some chocolate. Bam, let's go. Yeah, I guess that's true. Bam, yeah. put it in the mouth, we're good to go. <laughs> it's like, just streamline some chocolate. We'll be good to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So, it's like shooting caffeine into your veins. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I guess that's a good point. I guess, it's, it's the most efficient chocolate. There's no doubt about that. There, it's no, there's no games. It's just chocolate. Um, sale. So obviously the game tomorrow, uh, we're expecting potentially a little bit of rain uh, and some conditions out there. The, all the talk this week in Miami, and, and listen, I think this game is a little bit more that, about Miami for me anyways than the Bills themselves, and, and I think that's probably the way that most people are thinking about this. The, but all the conversation is better on the quarterback, big shock. What are you most, I guess, what are you most interested in in terms of storylines going into tomorrow's game about how the Dolphins' offense plays, particularly Tua Tungavila? Because I, I'm of the mind right now, Sal, that Tua could go out there and throw four touchdowns and they could lose, and they'll still be talking about Deshaun Watson regardless of how good or poorly Tua plays. That's probably right. Just a weather update for everybody. Pat Hammer was on with us yesterday in the Extra Point Show. He said rain should be gone by game time. We should have dry conditions. 
uh, even mid-50s. I think we're going to have pretty good weather, but if you're going out to tailgate, just be ready for a little bit of rain in the area, and you never know once the game starts. But as far as the, you know, Tua, I, I'd be stunned if he threw four touchdown passes, but sure, I think he's been playing well enough that he could put up a few more numbers than people realize, and they do have some weapons, and Gusecki's really hurt the Bills, and he's done a nice job of hooking up with him. You know, I, I just think the Dolphins are an organization that have made either poor decisions or not really had any, they don't have a direction, it seems like, anytime you turn around. I always point to the fact that they have two offensive coordinators, Nate. I mean, like, just... Which is insane to me, yeah. Right, what are you doing there? How does that go? And it's not not like the Bills having a passing game coordinator. They literally have two offensive coordinators. They've kind of, you know, stuck by two as far as he's our quarterback, he's our quarterback, he's our quarterback, but they certainly will not deny that they're in on Deshaun Watson, and we all know that that is the case, I mean, from all the reporting, right? So they're kind of playing both sides there. Um, they have a defense that loves to play man-to-man. They're very good. They have corners on the outside, but they can't get home with a pass rush. So uh, it seems like they're stubborn, and they won't. Now they have played a little more zone defense, but they're not really you know, uh, doing anything to, to kind of help that out. So I just think you're right that once we get past this game, they'll probably be 1-7, and seven, and we're going to hear a lot more talk about Watson. We'll see where that goes. Um, but it, it, it's, I feel bad for Tua. I do. I think he's handled himself really well in this situation. I don't think he's a true franchise quarterback. But I think that he deserves more support from that organization than what they've given him right now. And I think, I, I don't know if you were on with Chopin Bulldog when I was listening the other day, um, but I heard Bulldog say something and I really agreed with it. And he was basically like, I basically stopped believing in Tua as a true NFL franchise quarterback. I just, he doesn't believe that. But he feels bad for him because of the way that things have gone down in Miami. And it's almost exactly the cautionary tale that you tell about every young quarterback is you wonder if Tua's in New Orleans, if Tua's in, you know, in in a system with a coach and and a supporting cast that could actually help him, how much better of a player he can be. And what it just goes to show you, Sale, is how fragile the situation for a franchise quarterback and how much that can dictate whether they're whether they're successful or not. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. And like I just said, I think, um, you know, there's nothing that he's done wrong in this situation. And I'll go back to when he came out. One of the things I always felt about Tua is he's so tiny, so small. He's not just he's not just shorter quarterback. We know they can succeed. They It's harder to do that in the NFL, but he's tiny. Look at his shoulders. Look at his torso. Like, the hits are going to really, you know, add up to him on him as he goes on. He's already had injuries. I think that's uh, a mark, you know, that you have to think about when you think about him possibly being a franchise quarterback. But certainly they have not surrounded him. They haven't developed him the way I think, you know, even the way they handled him, you know, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, the organization overall, I should say. Yeah, they gave two of the keys, but, you know, why Why did he get inserted when he did at that time? And the offensive line hasn't been that good. They haven't really, they haven't hit on draft picks, by the way. All that draft capital they've had, made, and they have just squandered it, you know. And now here they are. They don't even have their own first-round pick next year. And right now it would be like number two overall. That belongs to Philly. Uh, they do have San Francisco. So I agree with all of that as far as he is concerned. So we'll see. I, I At this point, I'd be kind of surprised. Maybe if he's maybe not surprised if he's the starting quarterback for the Dolphins on opening day next year, but I think it's a fifty-fifty coin flip right now. And the other thing that hurts him is he has to play Josh Allen mm-hmm. twice a year. And so here's this organization that sees Josh Allen twice a year, and including on Sunday, and says, "Like that, we don't have that. How do we get that? You know what I mean?" Yeah, it's it's such a good point. Like it's so difficult to have to go up against franchise quarterbacks. Especially uh, just in Buffalo, knowing 
how hard they've tried to find one in Miami. And listen, everyone's trying. Like, if you don't have one, you're trying to find one. The Bills were stuck in that spot for what? I mean, Sal, 20 years. So it's 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 a hard place to yeah. get out of when you're in purgatory, and that's where they are. Sal, I have one more question for you. We talked about this um, yesterday on our podcast with Bruce Nolan and myself, and we, we talked about this topic, which is the Bills coming out of the bye week. What, when you look at this Bills team, do you expect something to be different about them after the bye week? And if you do, what is it? Are they going to be a team that maybe tries to run the ball more of effectively in the second half of the season? Are they going to maybe double down on throwing the football because they've had so much success? Like, What do you, what do you think has been changed in this week off? They've obviously gone back to see what ails them in the red zone. I'm interested in seeing what they do in the red zone any differently, any personnel packages. Um, how they attack that. And with Dawson Knox's injury, one thing I'm really interested in, yes, I know they believe in Tommy Sweeney. I think he's capable of fine. They have Reggie Gilliam. Are they going to spread the field a little more? Maybe even against, especially against a team like Miami, who, as I just said a little while ago, they really can't get after the quarterback. So why not put a bunch of receivers on the field, test that secondary depth, which isn't that good, and, give, and really put some pressure on them to have to cover them from sideline to sideline. I think tomorrow especially you may see a little bit more of that. Um, I'm interested to see what they do in the red zone. That's what I think could be different, but I don't know how that looks, right? What does that look like that they're different? Because that's the one thing. And then, you know, Sean McDermott even said it's, it's on him putting the players in position to get more sacks. So what does that look like? That's something straight from the head coach. What does that position look like? Are, are they blitzing a little more? Are they moving guys around a little more? That, that would be interesting. All right, Sal, enjoy the rest of the day out there in Hurdle and uh, and doing some trick-or-treating with Max. Appreciate you making time for me as always, man, and uh, we'll be talking to you on pregame tomorrow. Sounds good, man. Trick-or-treat. See ya. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.